Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. Hey, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. We are really glad that you guys are joining us uh, today on, um, man, a huge week of the year as we celebrate Christmas. And we've been uh, just leading up to this point on our podcast. And so uh, Merry Christmas, Allie. Good stuff. Yeah, Feliz Navidad. Um, There we go. There you go. And we are talking, we're finishing up our month-long group of podcasts about Advent. And I... I just really enjoyed studying it and looking at it, and um, hopefully I'll be able to find me some candles. And and so we're going to talk about our last two candles today, because traditionally the last two Advent candles, there's four around the wreath and then one in the middle. Mm. And so, and that's why it's so important at this moment to say Merry Christmas, because that candle, that last candle is the Christ candle. Mm. They light, um, we light the candle of love, and then the Christ candle, which uh, for God to love the world, that he yeah. gave his only begotten son. And so we're thinking specifically about his, um, about what we're celebrating, which is Christ and, and specifically and who he is. And so when you think about, um, I mean, there's just the, the Old Testament and the New Testament are filled with just stories of his love for us, whether it was in the Old Testament and God's provision and God's presence with his people, or whether it's the New Testament, when he literally, when Jesus said, the greatest commandment, love the Lord your God. And the second is like unto love your neighbor. And so wrap it all up into this. And and he and again, he also says to us, This is how I know that you're my disciples, if you love one another. In other words, if you're if you want to look like me, Christ is telling, if you want to look like me, then you must love one another. And so that love candle, not just thinking about his love for us, but then what we at, as Christians need to do is love one another. And boy, is this the time that we need to just be pouring on the love. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think that um, there's Jesus and what he did for us in coming to the world. Um, there's, there's no greater example of love than that. Um, in fact, Jesus said in John 15, 13, no great, uh, greater love hath no man than this, than a man laid down his life for his friends. And so we know that in a very strange sort of way, Jesus came to die. Um, you know, he came so that his death, through his death, we might live. And, you know, I, nobody, you know, I have people in my life that I'm, I would might say, you know, I think if, if it came down to it, they would die for me. But man, you know, that's, I mean, that's some unbelievable love uh, that God kind of lays down his power and his uh everything that is right his whole entire um uh uh you know the 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 essence of who he is from a god's perspective and he becomes this god man you know and he becomes this who hurts and feels pain now and who is uh born in a in a manger and you know walks on earth this incredible incredible sacrifice for us um, so that we could be saved. And so I think what a great way to end our Advent series. What a great last candle uh, to light there is we're talking about these love and the love candle and the Christ candle, because that is really ultimately what everything has been leading to from our studies 
and for this whole entire time, if you somehow got to this week and you haven't thought about why we really celebrate Christmas, then you really missed it. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. If you look at and if you look at Matthew, I love the stories, the announcement uh, that angel. I mean, what a birth announcement! I know everybody's doing these gender reveals. I just saw another one on Facebook this morning where you throw up the baseball and the father hits the baseball and is it a boy or is it a girl? So we 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 all get excited about these birth announcements. But the most beautiful birth announcement in the Bible with with the angel coming to Joseph and saying, "Hey, I got some." I got some news here. Yeah. But in 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 verse twenty one, Matthew one twenty one, and he, and she shall bring forth a son, and and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Okay, we're talking about Christ today. But the reason you're calling him Jesus, yeah, for he shall save his people from their sin. Mm. And and so when you think about like greater love has no man than this, that was the reason he had yeah. to come. Was and we've talked about the. Back in Genesis, and poor Adam and Eve, we know they get a bad rap, but they really did, you know, the Bible says, for, for by one man sin into the world. And um, and we're gonna we're probably gonna talk to them when we get to heaven and say, Hey, you know, we've been talking about you a lot now, but everything <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, exactly. but, um, but it's true, the you know, the world was broken, but then the prophecy, and so we talked about prophecy, and then it's finally here. We can finally celebrate Christ in Christmas because he is our savior. Absolutely. And, you know, everything pointed to him. When you study the Bible, everything in the Old Testament, everything prior, everything written for us prior to his birth points to him. Um, You know, we've got Moses and the children of Israel coming out of Egypt, and they are sacrificing a lamb and putting the blood upon the doorpost. And it's called the Passover so that the death angel would pass over that house. And that blood applied gave them mercy. And, you know, every sacrifice has been pointing to the ultimate sacrifice that would come, every lamb that was slain. Uh, And every time that happened, one of the things, Allie, I think is so interesting as we look at that is that every sacrificial lamb brought people to thoughts about and a moment of repentance, because you can't think about a savior without thinking about why we need a savior. Okay. You know, why do we need a savior? You know, I was a lifeguard for many, many years and even a lifeguard instructor. And as a lifeguard, you didn't just jump in the pool and grab people who are swimming. Right. You know, you, you know, you, you didn't throw them a lifeline if they were just playing in the pool. But the people that a lifeguard was needed for were the people who were drowning. And So when we understand that we need a savior because we are drowning in our sins and there's no amount of good we could ever do to outweigh the bad that we've done. And really, that's not even the point uh, because one sin condemns us. Right. And, And so as we look at that and realize that we're in desperate need of a savior, I can't do this without Jesus. I can't do this on my own. I needed rescuing and I needed saving. And that just brings me to a moment where I can say, you know what? Why do I need a savior then? Okay. Well, I need a savior because I'm a sinner. Okay. (laughs) You know, um, and I don't have to be a murderer to be a sinner. You know, uh, if I've told a lie, I'm a liar. If I've ever stolen something, I'm a thief, you know? And so I am a sinner. And so I need a savior. And that just brings me to that you know, there's that, what happens between a sinner and a savior? Well, repentance. 
there's that cry out. And I can tell you, I've been sitting in my chair, lifeguarding, you know, at the pool in the summer times as young college age student, and a kid would cry out. And I would hear it and I would see this kid and he's in trouble, you know, and I'm, then I go into action and there's that moment where we just cry out help, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's what repentance is really all about. It's saying, I can't do this. I can't save myself from my sin. I need you to save me. And I'm repenting before you. And I'm saying, look, this is who I am. And, you know, we, we may not like that piece of it, but man, what a freeing plot place to be when we realize we can't do it, but Jesus can. Absolutely. And if you look at one of my favorite chapters in the Bible is Psalm 139. Mm. And the last two verses, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. When I was a kid and a teenager, you know, in whether it was camp revival or, you know, chapel or whatever, um, you know, and, and, and I remember several times a speaker would say, you know, if you say, search me, be careful, because he's going to show you, you know, he's going to show you who you really are. And it wasn't until later on that I was like, you know what, that's such a beautiful invitation just to say, show me, because I want to be as close to you as I can. Um, show me, search me, oh God, and know my heart, try me and know my thoughts, see if there be any wicked way in me, and then lead me in the way everlasting. In other words, clean it up, because yeah. I want to be as close to you. And that's what repentance is. It's God show me so that I can, I can repent. I can turn away. I can do a, a, a 180 and go the other direction away from this because I, I want to be as close to you as I possibly can. And that's the beautiful invitation mm -hmm. that we have. And it's not just a one-time thing. I think we can, this, this repentance, the attitude of repentance be over and over again, just as like, Hey, say, I'm not as close to you as I need to be. And even during this time, um, recognizing the love that Christ and, and the love and the, and the work that he did on the cross for us was that so we can continually be um, restored, uh, restored to him through, you know, through confession and, and, and repentance. And, um, and I love that. I love the old Testament, the tabernacle and the point to and the sacrifices. Because, but like you said, there was a sacrifice because there was, um, there is a call to repentance and a call to say, okay, let's get back to what's true and what's right. Yeah. And, you know, if we don't if we don't come to that point, if we continually try to do it on our own and, and I think as we as we realize, you know what, I can't do this on my own. And I think that's one of the most freeing things is to realize that the very reason that Jesus came is because of us, because of our sin. And because of the need that we had of a savior. And so he laid down, he humbled himself, the Bible says, and became as a man, he became a servant for us. And he does these incredible things because he loves us, right? So much. So we're talking about this candle of love, right? Out of this great love that he has for us, he pours out his love for us in ways that are just truly mind boggling. And, and that's the reason that we celebrate Christmas is because we we had a desperate need of a savior and before we even saw how desperate we were Jesus saw how desperate we were and he said I will come and I will lay it down for you I'll die for you and I will make a way for you so that you can not have to pay the penalty of your own sin but that you can have a future that is, you know, we talk about this all the time because of the, the name of our podcast, but they, that is successful. 
that there's promises that, you know, life will not be pain-free or tear-free or worry-free, but God said, if you'll go with me through this life, I will make a way for you to do this life well, and then I'll give you a future, you know, that is, that is heaven as well. So, man, when we celebrate this time of, of, of Christmas and we sing the songs and we, you know, silent night, holy night, you know, um, joy to the world. And when we talk about, you know, even the Hallelujah Chorus, my mother's favorite, favorite, favorite song at Christmas is the Hallelujah Chorus. And I mean, she is serious about the Hallelujah Chorus. She loves it. All right. Um, but if you, you know, you, that song is so majestic and it's just so, uh, it's just so kind of stirs something in you when you hear it because it is just this shout of praise. Thank God he came because we were desperate without him and in without hope. And now he's come and now we're in this place of love and man, what's not to celebrate. Exactly. And I think, you know, there's one Bible verse that uh, there's so many Bible verses that talk about Christ and love and repentance all in one. But just thinking about what we talked about last week, um, Romans 5, 5 and 6. And now you've got Romans 5, 8, but God commended his love toward mm. us in that while we were yet sinners, like even before, mm. um, before even in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And then he talks about being reconciled. Um, through the death of his son and reconciled unto life. And yeah. so when you think about what we're talking about, the candle of love, the candle, the Christ candle and repentance all wrapped up into one, there was a reason, there was a need. And even before we saw the need, the love was already poured out. Yeah. And, and, and we, and the, the invitation to be reconciled to him. And, the, and again, and I said this, I said this last week, you guys are probably going to be sick of hearing it, but even thinking, um, the communion and this do in remembrance of me. And throughout the Bible, God wanted his people to take these times and make these markers and, and yeah. talk about um, and be able to even share with your children. And, and yeah. that's why the Advent calendar is so huge, but it's got to be more than just a little door opening to a Hershey's kiss, which I really thought that that's what it was all about. And at the same time, um, telling your children, uh, and making, you know, love the Lord God with all your heart and all your, and all your soul and all your mind and telling, telling your children mm -hmm. these truths because they do mark our lives and they do, and we do need to stop and, and, and take remembrance of these. Oh yeah. And, and I think it's so valuable during these times to really reflect on Luke 2 and to reflect on the Christmas story and the coming of a savior and why that was important. And, and maybe personalize that. Uh, why is that so important to you? And, uh, you know, a lot of times um, this always leads me to a moment in my own, as I kind of go through my own little Advent study during the Christmas, uh, four weeks leading up to Christmas. But it usually leads me to this week. And one of the things I always do that I really enjoy is why, what Jesus has done for me. And I just take a little piece of paper and a pen and I just begin to jot down things that Christ has done for me or things that he means to me, what his life has meant to me, what his sacrifice meant to me. And you just start to kind of um, let your heart and mind go to that and just be drawn. And it really becomes a time of, it really does become a time of praise. Um, and it becomes uh, 
a time of just lifting up who he is and magnifying who he is during this time, thanking him maybe for the, you know, the greatest gift. You know, I've gotten a lot of cool gifts in my lifetime at Christmas and I've anticipated so many of them. Okay. Cause I kind of, you know, uh, when I was a kid, we didn't have, we didn't have, um, you know, Amazon. Um, we had the Sears and Roebuck catalog. Okay. And we got this really thick catalog, uh, that came, we would go through and circle or dog ear the pages and mom, this is what I want for Christmas. And we would know in a general sense that at least some of those things were going to be underneath that tree. So the anticipation of Christmas morning was getting up, knowing that some of those things were going to be under the tree and trying to find them and, and get so excited, especially if there was that one big one that you just really, really wanted. Um, and I think, you know, as we grow older, you know, yeah, there may be some things like that in our life. But as a general rule, as adults, there's probably not any one particular thing that that gets us that excited anymore. Uh, but really taking the time at Christmas to reflect on the greatest gift we've ever been given uh, as who Christ is in our lives. And the fact that we are absolutely loved. So, man, if you're listening today and you feel like, man, you know, I don't know if anybody really loves me and I don't know that anybody cares about me. I want you to know that is such a lie uh, because you're loved so much uh, by the Lord and he loves you so much. He came to die for you <laughs> and, you know, and and he longs for you to have this joy filled, hope filled, love filled life right now. Um, but there there comes a moment when you have to want to be rescued. And, you know, that moment of repentance comes when we're like, Lord, you know what? I can't do this on my own anymore. I need you. And so, man, if you're, if this is resonating with your heart in any way right now, we would encourage you, uh, man, if you've got questions, email us. We would love to answer your questions about this. Um, but if this is resonating with your heart, I would encourage you to read, read that story and find out why Jesus came and let, you know, let the Lord know today that, man, I repent, you know, I, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, I need you. And I promise you that no fancy words are needed. Uh, no, no massive theology is needed here just to be able to say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner and I know I need you today. And would you come and forgive me and help me to be able to get my life going in the right direction? Bring me hope, bring me joy, be all those things to me. And God will do that for us. He's done it for me. Ali, I know he's done it for you. Um, and I know he'll do it for others. Absolutely. And if you're, you know, if you're listening and you've gotten distracted by mm. or the year or, you know, whatever, um, I think it, you know, this is time for mindfulness and just think, you know, what are we really celebrating? Jesus yeah. really is, I know it's on every card, but Jesus really is the reason for the season. He should be. Yeah. He might not, he might not be in your home. Um, but he needs to be, and that's where, and that's where he's inviting to come back and, and focus, focus on him. It's such a good and beautiful time to, to just light that candle and be mindful of what truly is the reason that we're celebrating. Yeah. Cause you know, we celebrate because he came, we celebrate because he rose again. Uh, and we also celebrate because he's coming again. And so as we think about that, uh, this week, we, we just want to say, man, thanks for being a part of our podcast. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, to your family, and um, we're excited about starting off uh, the new year 
with our podcast. Uh, just, uh, you know, next week we'll be kicking off the new year and we've got some fun things that we're excited about uh, being guests, some exciting guests we've got joining us um, in, in the month of January. So man, thanks for joining us. And I hope that you'll continue to do so as we go into 2021. All right. Well, as we said before, Merry Christmas, everybody. And we'll see you in the new year. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.